You know why? I'm seething with anger. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> All right, the little red light came on. Does that mean we're good to go? Probably. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew, a podcast where we talk about the stuff that we like and that we've done, uh, mostly in-home things at this point. Nobody, uh, nothing new to talk about except for uh, things that are new to us, right? Right. Like, Digital okay. content. <laughs> and that's it. That's all anybody's getting right now. So I'm Aiman. And I'm Charlene. And our intro music is by my brother, Ryan. So... Uh, I think the first thing that we were going to talk about is that we chose our new book club book. Yes. Posted about it a couple weeks ago. You're already done with it. I'm about 30% in. So well on my way. Yes. And uh, it is, you want to say, I'll say. It's the, <laughs> it the seems, fifth, seems like you want to say. <laughs> the fifth season by N.K. Jemison. Yep. It's a the Hugo fir- award winning. First part of the trilogy. Earth trilogy. Mm-hmm. So the rigorous process that we went through was you provided six books yeah, or so. Yeah, I gave you a list. And there was one by N.K. Jemison. A new, but not, a new book. Yeah, not, not, not this trilogy. And uh, we started to look into more of the books and found this trilogy. Yeah, you say we, Ever. but really what you did was yeah. took the list and said, This eh, list isn't good enough. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. Okay. But every book in this trilogy won the Hugo Award. So like it's seems, seems like a good idea to read, and I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, I I actually um, excited to read the next one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, basically, just a quick overview. It's a sci-fi book with like this planet with a single supercontinent called the Stillness. Right. I can't tell if it's like Earth that's like way in the future and like things have you know just evolved to this point of like. Yeah. weirdness or, or what, but it's, I mean, it seems like from what I've read that it's just a, a world that she built and imagined, but every few centuries, the fifth season is a catastrophic climate change. And that, um, is a very brief overview of the book, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's a really cool world so far. And, uh, we'll just, we'll talk about it when, when I finish it. Right. So hopefully maybe I'll have some, time this week to knock it out and next next recording we can do our book club but what else are you reading but well in the meantime are you going to continue the earth's past trilogy with the three body problem it seems like you're not really enjoying it so far it's a little it takes a little bit to get into it okay so it's not that i'm not enjoying it and i'm not very far in i'm literally just a few um maybe five percent maybe but the problem is i thought it was a completely different book (laughs) because when I opened it up to read it, I thought it was at the beginning, but I think maybe after talking to you, it was uh, like a preview of a different book, which sounded really interesting. So um, yeah, no, I I do want to continue with this. Uh, You have 
talked about how much you really enjoy these books. So, yeah. Yeah. The, I just found, I find the conceit very interesting of like this alien invasion, uh, Oh, aliens. That's right. I haven't gotten that far. And I yeah. know nothing about like the, I didn't read like a synopsis or anything. So. Yeah. So I, I guess, I, I don't know. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but I mean, even the briefest synopsis would probably give you that there's a, you know, the alien invasion they're coming. It's like the book itself is very um, detailed in all the, the technology that it discusses. And it seems very, well-researched and I mean, he could be making up more than half of it and I'd have no idea, but it sounds very believable. And so the way the story plays out with aliens are coming, but they're like 450 years away. Like, cause that's how long it's going to take them to travel. But they know so that they're like, coming. They can tell. How do they yeah. know? So, I mean, there's, oh, there's communication set up. Oh, okay. Uh, and the book is also very philosophical mm-hmm. in, in the things that it discusses it's really well written, I think. And it's, uh, I know we've talked about it before, but it's interesting to see how uh, the story twists as time wears on. And and the second book that I just finished, you know, ends in a much different place than I thought it would. But either way, I, I hope you do get into it and actually enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I will. I think I will. Um, I don't read a lot of sci-fi, but it's nice to, um, or I, I mean, I used to, I'm like, you know, when I read Dune and stuff when I was a kid, um, it's nice to like kind of swing back around to this genre. Cause like the only sci-fi that I really read would be, or have read would be like comic stuff. Right. Like Saga. Like Saga, which (laughs) I don't even know if I can talk about cause I just got caught up and I just want to cry every moment of every day. Can't even look at the iPad anymore. I can't. I can't look at the iPad because I think about the last image that was on the screen when I when yeah. I was. So I mean, we've obviously been keeping up with Saga since we started reading comic books. Uh, so it's been going for a very long time. It's up to issue fifty four, and it's been on this hiatus for over a year, which I you know I didn't know. Uh, it's good to know that we didn't fall that far behind. I guess right. But uh, I I wanted to the impetus for like me wanting to catch up and finish uh, up to where we are at was that the binge mode podcast was going to talk about the series. So I wanted to catch up so I could listen to that without being surprised. And boy would have been surprised. <laughs> right. right. And uh, I guess they just, maybe not just recently, but they have said that it's only half over the series. There's going to be another 54 issues. And I don't know this, the world that they've built and the characters and uh, the art we were looking at trying to get Courtney to read the first volume and flipping through it just last night, seeing how much the art has evolved for uh, Fiona Staples, um, who's always been one of our favorites, but it's just so crazy to see how much it's changed over the last, I guess, eight years. Yeah. That's insane. It is. It's crazy. Like it just, um, it was always beautiful, but it's just like growing ever more beautiful with every book and yeah. just like over the passage of time and just refined. So that was really cool to see. Cause I really wasn't expecting it to be that dramatic from issue one to yeah, no, issue 54. The creatures that they draw the, the splash pages in, in this series are basically <laughs> unrivaled. I think, you know, as far as, yeah. Uh, you know, some of them are beautiful, but some of them are very surprising 
<laughs> catch you off guard when you, you flip to it. But I don't know if we've uh, really been reading anything else worth talking about. What do you, what do you think? Um, not that we've been reading together. I mean, I finished Girl, Woman, Other, which I don't think I had finished yet. Uh, it's one of the one of the Booker Prize winners for last mm. year because it was a tie with the Margaret Atwood Testaments book, which I just feel kind of interestingly about. And I feel like I can't really discuss unless I've read that book and I can't read that book until I read the first book. So, um, but that was really good. It was a really great story. It does this thing where like everything kind of puzzle pieces together and like fits the way I really enjoy when certain stories or movies or whatever do that where, you know, all these different parts come together to sort of like make a connection. Um, and then I started the audiobook mythos. So Greek myths and just like mythology in general is something that I've loved. I don't know, since forever. Yeah. Um, I remember in fourth grade, my teacher read this book, Dolaire's Greek Myths, and she pronounced a lot of the names wrong. Um, but it doesn't matter. Like, you know, and I owned that book too, or my sister did. And so I would just read and reread those myths. And so this is just like a cool take on, on the myths. It's not that they haven't changed anything. It's just like better. And it's really cool. Um, so that's been fun to listen to on my way to work, uh, since I am still going to work. Um, so I'm, you enjoyed listening to those stories if you get around to it. Yeah, I know I, audiobooks I are hard for you. Yeah, we bought a lot of, or we you know, got a lot of audiobooks um, recently, and I had some input because I do want to be able to <laughs> to experience them in a in a, a way that's beneficial. I don't know. It's so much easier for me to listen to podcasts, and the audiobook thing is tough. I am listening to the the Night Circus right now. Uh, occasionally, we'll put it on. You know, it's it's hard to choose to put on an audiobook for me. You know that you can stream it from the Alexa, uh, from the Echo while you're like doing dishes or doing whatever because they sync up. Oh yeah. Cause they're all Amazon. So, so you could do that. Good. Uh, I should try it. Mm-hmm. I think you can link up your podcasts too, but yeah, you know. that seems really complicated. <laughs> I am a technological whiz, but sometimes not. Yeah. Well, or all the time. I don't know if the sarcasm was coming through. You seem, it almost looks like you're agreeing with me. Which is not. I just think it's not that hard. I mean, but whatever. And that's my point. Yeah. Still, still won't do it. All right. Well, what else we got? I don't know. I mean, we've watched some things, but we have also recently gotten the board game clank. Oh yeah. Space. I can't believe Tegan doesn't like it. Although, you know, when all this is over, Maddie will like it. And so she'll come over and she'll right. play and Courtney will love that. Cause it's only four people, four players. Yeah. We should so. play today. He's always yeah, looking yeah. forward to play. I just it's, kind of assumed that we would since I have the day off. Right. It's like a deck building game. Is that what they called it? Yeah. Uh, and it's awesome. I don't know. I don't it's know. really fun. The rules, because the rules are, uh, complicated. I guess so. It It is and it isn't. There's just a lot of information, but it's not a really difficult game to yeah. play. It's, it's, just, one, it's one that's like the best board game I've ever played. Yeah. And you just have to pay attention and be excited. And it's fun because it's like competitive, yeah. which is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also collaborative. Like. Right. You, you know, yeah. It's fun. I don't know. This, 
not a big board game person, but this this one is awesome. And I the kids still like playing Clue. I think it's so crazy that you're not a big board game person when everyone else in this house. So you've just been like kind of. I mean, maybe we just need to find the right ones because this one's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And Clue is fun with the kids. Right. I just, um, I mean, we've, we've been doing board games with the kids for like a long time. Like, I think yeah. your parents see us as like a board game family. Like we do game games with the kids. Like we do so sorry and labyrinth and we used to play cranium all the time and um yeah i guess that's true we we just haven't done it a lot recently well yeah i mean now we are obviously but uh i don't know you know we watched clue also in conjunction with the uh renewed interest in the board game and uh i don't know it made me want to watch knives out again and i watched that and then i watched murder on the orient express the new one the kenneth Branagh one so weird because it's streamable i hadn't watched it before mm-hmm. uh, it is a it's a weird movie like, yeah it's one that i went to see in the theater by myself yeah have you read the book no i no. hadn't um i i've only th- i think i've only ever read one agatha christie yeah, and so. then there were none mm-hmm. yeah. or 10 little indians <laughs> right which they don't call it yeah. yeah, I don't know. The The movie is weird, but but pretty good. It's The cast is pretty robust. I don't know. Lots yeah. of great people in it. And I think you can, a lot, of, a lot of the stuff you can tell, like where the movie embellished or added, you know, mm-hmm. to even if you haven't read the book, like it's just, I don't know. I, I'm debating I'm back and forth on whether I want to start reading some of the. Oh, some they're, of the, they're really quick reads. Like so know, none yeah. of them are, are very, very long, kind of like in the vein of Sherlock Holmes and. Have you read many of those? No, I really should. And we own them all, so. I read The Sherlockian. Does that count? <laughs> it's a good book. It, it's a great book. Uh, well, maybe we should revisit. I, I love tried, rereading I tried to things, reread but... it. Yeah, I just, I mean, I made it like halfway through and then never went back to it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just, uh, especially if you've it. read it once already, sometimes that stuff just falls off the radar. You, know, you forget that you're do- even trying to do it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I had a list of other mystery movies uh that wanted to watch gosford park might be next yeah i want to see that i've never seen that yeah. one so maybe we should watch it tonight i think that's a great idea <laughs> thanks and then we can discuss it and in... follow those yeah uh i don't know what, what else? else chinatown we watched fine it's one of those movies that like um, you mystery movie want that's, that's true Detective. Mm-hmm. want to have watched you know yeah i was <sighs> i i don't it's know a... i feel like I didn't, I wasn't satisfied with the ending yeah. and it was just like, ugh, fine. <laughs> you <laughs> I know, I had to go, you know, read a couple quick articles just to like try to, I don't know, satisfy. Yeah. My, I just, you, you kind of want a happy ending and there definitely wasn't. So no. yeah, um, it's and that's like a, just life, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> like everybody's familiar, not everybody, but the the end of the movie is very famous it's, it's Chinatown. Right. And just before that, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson's character says as little as possible when he's staring down the road. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like get that that was a reference to earlier in the movie where he had talked about when he was working with the police department, what, what would he do? You know, he's as little as possible. And it's basically just them saying like the rich and powerful get away with whatever. And he yeah. sees that that's, this is what's going to happen and nothing's going to change in this situation either. Um, so yeah, super depressing, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, it's an older movie that is just really well made. It's a really, it, it is. really good was, movie. 
I was very interested watch. I didn't get bored watching it, which right. sometimes happens with older movies because there are just things that sort of, um, I don't know, uh, don't always age well. Right. Even if overall it's a, it's a great thing, yeah. you know, but, um, yeah, I was interested the whole time. It's just that ending. Yeah. It's like depressing it's, yeah. and true and real. So yeah. You young, know. young Jack Nicholson was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know, talk about old, older movies that we, we watched throne of blood, which is the Kurosawa movie with what's his, what's his first name? Mafune. I don't know. I can't remember his first name. The, the actor that, you know, teamed up with Kurosawa a lot for a lot of his movies, but it was like a Macbeth set in feudal Japan. Yeah. Kind of deal. It was super intense. It was. <laughs> and so weird, but, yeah, the reason that uh, I wanted to watch it was obviously I'd listen to a podcast about uh, Mufune and all his you know best movies and a lot of the collaborations he had with Kurosawa and the films they made together. And this was one of the more popular or one of the ones that they talked about the most. And to hear them talk about how much influence it had on you know more of the f- filmmakers in the future and. and how the influences can be seen in uh, a lot of the movies that we actually do like. Mm-hmm. It made me want to watch it. Like it's one of those things where I would, I, don't, I wouldn't have appreciated it as much because I don't know that, you know, cinema history stuff. Right. Um, um, I really found interesting watching it. Like just visually, you know, the cinematographer, the director, they know that, you know, this movie is going to be seen in black and white. So they're just like really cool visual contrast and things like that because it's not color um, and they weren't working in color. And so that was really cool to watch. It was still visually dynamic even without a color palette because the color palette's gray and white. Uh, So that was, that was um, an interesting thing to see. I I felt like that was done very well. And you know, I don't remember anything from the one film class I took one time right. so many years ago. <laughs> so I don't I mean, it's have crazy any that greater appreciation. Some of the stuff but, that they have to do to like pull off movies back in the day, you know, like the arrows flying at him where those were like people firing arrows, like professionals where he would flail around and had certain signals for which way he was going to move. So they knew where to shoot. arrows. And stuff. Um, like, yeah. That's nuts. Forget about it. Special effects are right. Yeah. They were, really special. <laughs> it took a lot of, a lot of thinking and problem solving and sort of like magic, like, you know, like magician trickery and illusions and things like that. And how are they going to actually get the film, the camera like angle that they want in order to get this scene? Like, I mean, that stuff's just really neat. Um, yeah. To think about like, it's like a, how a, they had to work to get right. what they wanted. A different kind of problem solving when it's uh, everything is so like visceral, right? And that's right. one of the things that people made a big deal about with Fury Road. And I think, you know, for good reason, you know, so much of it was uh, not special effects, but, you know, actual manual effects whatever you whatever they're called analog i don't know like yeah like Uh, real stunts and yeah but um i don't know i had a couple more uh mafune movies on my list of things things to watch like i have a a list of movies that uh, i'm interested in watching and 
more and more I'm realizing it's movies that I want to have seen again. Uh, right. So it's hard to like cue one of those up, but uh, someday. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole lot of um, I want to have done and there's just not enough time to no. actually get all of that stuff in yeah. just I'll, in life. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that we do every time we get the notification right away is watch Zoe's extraordinary playlist. I know. I love it. It makes me happy. What are there? 10 episodes now? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the, um, I guess I don't even know what, what network it's on. Is it an ABC show? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. We watch it. No fucking idea. I just know that like it, it's like a little joyful moment for me and for you, I think too, like in this, especially in this time where like, you know what else what 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 can we be super excited about yeah it's it's difficult yeah it's well it like they missed a week of like new episodes and we were worried that the production had shut down (laughs) we weren't going to get any more yeah but it's like it's like a a silly conceit the show but it's really well done i think so too you know it's i think we've talked about before throwing in you know little pop songs (laughs) into anything uh and we're, I don't know, we're just like suckers for that. Like I we know. really liked Glee when it first came out and it made me, um, yeah. any kind of musical. It just makes me laugh and it makes me happy. It makes me smile like the whole time that I'm watching it. So how can you not like that? You yeah. know, and they start playing around with that stuff a lot sooner than I thought they would, especially the, the episode where she's singing her innermost thoughts like yeah. out loud though. Like, so that other, <laughs> it was so funny and so uncomfortable. And the flash mob. Yeah, oh mean, my gosh. Courtney was. Uh, sitting with us watching that he had he had the pillow gripped to his chest <laughs> burying his face because it was so uncomfortable it was so funny though. yeah that's good i would definitely recommend that that show to anybody i think it has a wide appeal yeah i don't know if that's true i don't know how the show's doing um but super good super good yeah also uh something else we just watched i wonder i think it came out in theaters when i was deployed but Stuber. Yeah. With, no, uh, I think it was, I think it like was supposed to come out like fairly recently. No, well, maybe it did come no, out while you were deployed. It, was, it came out in theaters, I think. I, I was just wondering if that was one of those movies we would have gone to or if we would have gone to it just because Jake wanted to see it or what. But it's like one of those mid-budget movies that that, that doesn't get made a lot. Right. But I don't know. It was, it was really good. And and it was super funny and so I, funny. I I was surprised that the kids wanted to watch it. Not so much with Courtney, but even Teen came out. I don't know if it's because I had Dave Batista. Uh, I don't and, know. You know her. She's like a Marvel girl. I tried to reel her in even further with the Camille Nanjiani because he's going to be in the Eternals later right. this year, hopefully. And uh, she seemed not impressed, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but she sat and watched the whole thing. And she even enjoyed it. I think we all just need like that kind of movie right now. That's like a, a bright spot. That's like just funny and sort of, um, it doesn't have like any like greater consequence that are like, you know, where it's speaking to the injustice of the real world, or right. whatever, you know, <laughs> and there's no deeper meaning except for like, it's just fun to watch. And then like, yeah, you it's know, just like a, it's just, I don't know. It definitely is kind of, you can see even the structure of the movie is, is kind of like in uh, one of those movies that used to come out in the nineties where like they say something in the beginning and you're like, well, that's going to come up later. And yeah, this is, everything's like set up to like pay off in some way. And it's just super funny. I yeah. don't know. I really enjoyed it. Was it was so satisfying. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So I think like we should 
<laughs> it's hard to sit down and record, but there's so many things that we do. I mean, especially if we have more time at home. So we just watched Run also. I really like that. I didn't even I can't write that down here. One. I almost forgot. Oh, I wrote it down. But it's a new show on HBO with Domino Gleason and Merritt Weaver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super familiar uh, to us, as you can tell. But I mean, it's just we watched two episodes last night. And while well, we were going to record last night, and instead we watched the second episode. Right. It was so good. But it, I mean, it's just these two characters that they suck you in immediately. And then they have, I think, really good chemistry. And like the show is literally just them, basically. Like, yeah. And it's, um, there's a lot of like tension and like push and pull and like, yeah. where is this going to go and what's going to happen? And, um, it's really well written I've, and really well acted. And, and it's funny, which I also like, but, but has like, um, some like serious, yeah, it's not a, a lot comedy, of seriousness. Right? Yeah. It's, I don't, I don't know. Is it? Cause it is kind of a comedy. Like there's a lot of like just their, um, their dialogue yeah. is funny. They spend a lot of time like making jokes and like, but they're dry jokes where it's not like, yeah. you know, it's not something where they're like, you know, guttural like ho-hoing. You know, yeah, it's, you know, um, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting to see the the way that the show is, is building their characters and you know these are the two people who haven't like seen each other in like 15 years or whatever mm-hmm. and they just have this pact where if they text each other run yeah we're assuming yeah well that's that i mean that's like the description of the show i think oh okay i didn't read the description yeah. but yeah i mean <laughs> you, it does theme. it is it's pretty um apparent yeah that it's it's a pact that they yeah. had like so they're kind of relearning about each other and you also giving like little bits of info about how, what their relationship used to be like. It's just super creative and well done, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It makes me, uh, I like the concept. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I signed us up for Quibi for the three months trial. Right. I would like to know if it's worth continuing. I feel like the content uh, it's well made. Like they've invested a lot into Quibi. Like, um, and it's always going to be for a mobile platform. They're never going to like be a you know larger screen by larger screen. I mean like a home screen, but mm. um, platform. But they have um, a lot of content that they're rolling out, and it's never going to be children's content. It's always adult content, um, or you know whatever. But um, I've made my way through some shows, uh, and there's some really good stuff. So if you want to get on board and and, i mean if you end up like really giving it a try and you don't like it like it's not worth keeping it just for me to watch right but how much is it five bucks a month that's not bad as long as we're using it you know i just i think it's one of those things where i have to get in the habit of looking yeah there for something to watch but i mean what is it like seven or eight minute shows basically Um, yeah between seven to ten minutes or well under under 10 minute episodes um and you know some of them are like just the entire entity, like a news show. Like there's one that's like, um, like a review of late night shows right. like, cause you can't watch them all because, right. you know, but, um, uh, and then there's, you know, just regular reporting news, but then there's, you know, um, like most dangerous game that I actually did finish, which is 
like a movie almost, but right. well, it's a mini series, but it's like a mini mini series because the episodes are small. And so um, you can, I watch it when I'm on my break at work, I have like, you know, 30 minutes and then I eat and then I've got like 10 minutes or whatever, you know? Um, I like the concept of like the small bites or quibby quick bites, you know? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> The comedy is good. I found the shape of pastas. Like I love food shows just in general, especially where there's like a chef who's like really passionate about a certain thing. Like those are my favorite. Um, and then you sent me the uh, preview for dummy with um, Anna Kendrick, who is one of my faves in the whole world of people who I just wish would meet me and like want to be my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched few episodes of that and it's really funny i mean it's really good it was really good and Um, the pasta one so the content isn't they're not just because it's small or short episodes of time you know they're not like shirking on the budget it's not the word i'm looking for though i guess the point um of the small episodes is not to like spend less money budget wise on content that they try to get out there and ideas that they're trying to get out there because they can't put them somewhere else. It's just the format that they want to create. And then they're really investing in each episode. Like I was looking at some numbers and I didn't write anything down, but it's like, you know, a real thing that they're trying to create here. Not just like, like TikTok where people are like putting together their own videos, right. which are entertaining and they're cool and like little, little whatevers, but um, it's good. I like it. It's yeah. A, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how well it does over time and what kind of shows are the ones that people want to watch. Like I watched a, a game show and I wasn't super into it. And then like Chrissy Teigen show, Chrissy court is fun. If I don't have something else to watch, I'll like mm. watch it. Cause it's funny. And they're like just little, that's what I guess what I've been doing with my time right. and rewatching Buffy with Courtney. Cause he was, I wasn't expecting him to be so into it. So now I feel like I have to wait when I watch it. Cause mm-hmm. I was just going to like be my background show yeah. when I'm doing other things. But now he's like, yeah, let's watch this. Yeah. Oh, you're watching We've... this without me. <laughs> <laughs> Disapproved. Right. So yeah, it's uh we're almost done with friends. Me and him, we did a, uh, for me, obviously a rewatch, but his first time through where, um, you know, a few episodes into season 10. So we're getting there Mm -hmm. and uh, I want to finish breaking bad with him, which we never, we went through about half the series and then stopped. So need to get back on that. We're rewatching the Mandalorian. Uh, Well, I'm rewatching you guys. I'm trying to watch it, but it's like, it's so hard when, when multiples people schedule, multiple people's schedules have to fit in to watching something well if you guys don't have to wait for me if i'm not around so just so you know because i've seen it okay but yeah they're on the fourth of may the fourth the uh they're putting out like an eight-part docuseries about the making of the mandalorian oh that's awesome i just watched a trailer for it today and looks good and uh the michael jordan doc on espn is awesome so far two episodes into 10 boy we're watching a lot of master class stuff cooking writing uh i watched watched one on architecture yeah, dude, it is time for people to jump on board with Masterclass. It's a great deal right now. I mean, obviously no one is sponsoring this podcast because it's just you and me, and then I listen to it after <laughs> <laughs> after it posts. But um, 
Yeah. I mean, the buy one and then give a subscription is a great deal. And especially with what everybody has going on right now, like you can just learn so many, it's, it's more about insights. Yeah. Um, It's definitely just kind of like, I mean, Thomas Keller's cooking class is like a cooking class, but a lot of the other stuff that I've watched is like insights and like, yeah, they're not, I don't know. I think they're, I wouldn't necessarily, I don't know if, you know, they're really like instructing much so much as like philosophy. Yeah. And like answering a lot of the, I think the questions that they get all the time right? from I don't know, whether, whether it's fans or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, I think there is probably a little bit of, um, assumption with some of the stuff that you'll have, like at least a, a basic interest already in the subject. So, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, kind of refining and honing and like just kind of getting to pick the brain of an expert which is it's just cool so yeah. that's a good thing and uh i don't know also watching clone wars with the kids made it through the first season so far i'm gonna keep pressing through so is it hard enjoying it no it's good it's oh, okay. just um again finding the right moment to put it on right because uh, tegan just wants to be in her room painting right. all day <laughs> like <laughs> and uh yeah, so when we do put it on, we usually end up watching like four or five episodes in a row. And uh, I'm looking forward to finishing that and then moving on to Star Wars Rebels, which is also supposed to be good. And uh, I don't know, there's no shortage of, of things that we want to read and watch apparently. But uh, so I think that's it for the stuff that I had. you have anything? No. Aside from encouraging book book club participation probably our next episode yeah and if you can finish that up and we can talk about it then we can move on to picking another book yeah um and then you know if anybody's listening maybe email us or something or tweet or instagram yeah we have all those things you can we have a web page where you can contact us via the web page right let us know if you're reading if you're let us know that you're out there <laughs> i'm so, so weird yeah. clearly we're going stir crazy <laughs> but uh yeah so uh that's it for today i guess we'll uh we'll see what happens next week or the week after yeah right it was fun it was smart we liked it <laughs>